0: And welcome to a brand new episode of Injury Time, your one-stop shop for everything on Indian football. Well, talking about Indian football, the Indian Super League is on and this episode we will be talking a lot more about all the matches that's happened from the last time we recorded the show. So it's been quite some time. So it's been like seven to eight matches that we need to discuss. So and to help me do this are four, three eminent guys. Two of them, all of them have been in the Indian football team for quite some time. Uh, One chap is taking a sabbatical, but yes, he follows the matches as well and making his comeback on the show. Vishnu Prasad.
1: Hey man, how are you?
0: I'm doing good, man. You sound a little down, I'm assuming it's because I just woke you up from sleep.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's the thing.
0: (laughs) Well, that's, that's the way it is because all of us are up and running and so is Sandeep. Sandeep joining us from Bangalore. Hey man, welcome back on the show that has been your home for the past four years.
2: Has it only been 4 years? I thought it's been longer than that. Could
0: be, could not be. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I thought it's been a while though.
0: Yeah. It's been a while. He's just lost count of the years. And also, Shlok, welcome back. Hello. Alright guys, uh, let's just start right away because there are a lot of matches to discuss and let's not waste any more time of our listeners. First off, the latest match. Uh, Mumbai were up against East Bengal. Running away 3 nil winners uh, on the night. Shlok coming to you, a Mumbai fan guy from Bombay. Quite happy with the team's performance? Yeah,
3: definitely. It's a step up from whatever we did against Goa, we were creating more consistently today, defending better as well. So, yeah, very happy with the results. It's, it's like that perfect result, you know, three goals,
0: three points, clean sheet. Just go on with the yeah. Well, result apart, Vishnu, the team also looked pretty comfortable the way they played in the initial 15-20 minutes. It looked like a Sergio Lovera side, didn't
1: they? Yeah, I think uh, finally they did look like a Sergio Lovera side because uh, I don't think the first match, especially, they looked very um, uh, shaky. I mean, they didn't look like, I think it must have been the lack of a proper preseason and the fact that he did not get enough time with the team affecting it. But it definitely, they definitely did not look fluid. And uh, today, I guess, was a perfect opportunity because uh, they were facing East Bengal, who are the one side, who was probably the least prepared side for this league. So uh, they had to make that count and they did. So he'll be happy. Lobera will be happy.
0: Well, the first two matches, Sandeep, uh, Mumbai did not look like the way we all expected them to look this season. But slowly but steadily, they are growing into the team that we all envisage them to be. Uh, no red cards, thankfully, for the team. 11 players started the match, 11 players ended the match. What were your takeaways from the season?
2: So I'll be very honest in saying that I didn't really watch this match so much because <laughs> I was really busy at work. But I was following the commentary throughout, so uh, I loved, of course, watching the goals. But one thing that has been recurring is the fact that uh, Adam LaFondre is now finding a seat. Which we all knew he was going to find anyway, And he's just starting to score. And the scary part is, he's is the number one. His number two is Hogbeche, who is uh, mm-hmm. an immense goal scorer in Indian football. Scored in multiple teams and those kind of things. So, their firepower is unbelievable. And uh, last week, I also had a chance to talk to Sai Godard and uh, Farooq Chauti. Which uh, the episodes will be coming out as soon as I finish editing them. Pretty soon,
0: it's not be.
2: I am traveling and stuff, so <laughs> it'll be uh, some time. But, <laughs> but very soon. Yeah, from all the conversation you can gather uh, on and off the record while we are recording, whatever you understand is that this he is found. He's going to let them do what they are best at, the players. So if Sai is the one who wants to go through the wing and cross the ball, he's going to let him do that, and uh, Adam. It's the guy who's going to. You saw how desperate he was for that goal in that uh, right. second goal. I think when he ran, mm. it what, ten seconds from one end to the other. So mm-hmm. things are all coming together. Lobera is letting players find their feet and uh, helping them to, you know, sort of flourish in that sense. And they had Jahu back, which is a massive plus for them. So I thought. Absolutely,
0: man. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: All but this what... without watching the game.
0: Well, that is some insight. So I would, ask... I would, I would suggest I don't watch matches and. Uh... Or read
2: a lot more of commentaries. <laughs> uh, no, I was listening to the commentary. Oh, you were
0: listening to the commentary, okay? That also I mean, helps. That's a Maka. bullshit
2: commentary section they have in. Uh, <laughs> I'll be very honest. Some shitty goals and all will be like, outstanding finish and all. Like, uh, tap in, they get like, paid this.
0: to do that, man. Stop blaming them. They get paid to write what they want.
2: <laughs> Naveen used to be one of them, right? just to. So that's why <laughs> I'm saying they get, they get paid to write what they
0: want. You write what they ask you to write. <laughs> well, Vishnu, coming back to the game. Uh, like, Sandeep mentioned a while back, LaFondre finding his feet. Uh, of, like, in the past few weeks, the only discussion about Mumbai, or the prominent discussion about Mumbai City FC has been, how will Lobera manage both LaFondre and Barth in the team? Will he play both of them, or will will he be, if one of them will be pushed to the wings like LaFondre was in the opening match? Uh, seems like Lobera is set for this. LaFondre starts and Bath comes in, given the age that Barth is now, 36+, and LaFondre is comparatively a younger striker.
1: I don't think he needs to start both of them because uh, look look at the uh, the calendar, man. It's going to be a long season. Like, I think uh, the matches are going to come uh, thick and fast and uh, players are going to need to be rested at some point. And when that happens, it's teams like Mumbai and ATK who have amazing depth who are going to shine. And uh, so it, it's not, uh, like, I don't think it's a... It's going to be the case all season that, okay, uh, LaFonte starts and uh, BJ comes in. At some point, LaFonte is going to be needed. Like, he's going to need some rest. Uh, others will have to step up. And that goes for all players, not just Lafondre, not just these two. And I think uh, that's, that's why uh, Mumbai is one of the favourites for the uh, title despite, um, you know, their somewhat shaky start because their depth is just amazing and i don't think uh, that's a luxury that most most other teams have so when
0: well, uh, talking about that uh, depth that uh, vishnu was talk- uh, talking about shlok uh, in that game against goa the second game that mumbai played they needed a plan b and they struggled for quite a long time till that penalty came in the 90th minute what did you make of that
3: yeah um so what i really noticed was in the 70th minute that's when everything changed uh, a few substitutions were made then i think rakid came on for day. um size stayed on. Bart came on for Farooq and um, I think Vignesh came on for Mandar who had a horrible game to be honest. And what happened then was that Bumu started playing way deeper than he would usually. He stopped playing between the lines and then he started playing in somewhere Jahu would play. But yeah, plan B is evident because that game we really struggled and you know, performing in the last 20 minutes is very, very, you know, it's shaky. You can't rely on that if you're coming up against a team like BFC, ATK, MB, who just hold on for so long. You can't always expect goals at that time, right? Uh, although with this game and, you know, I think I think Lubera might have like a, you know, more well-formulated uh, way of going about with different games. You can see that he had a switch of personnel. He didn't start Sai this time. And he had Hernan and CB for the East Bengal game. So I think, I think there could be something different on the cards soon.
0: Or something different on the cards is what even FC Goa wants, isn't it, uh, Vishnu? Especially after their game against Northeast a few days back where things happened more off the field than on the field.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, um, look, they haven't had the best of starts. But uh, I think uh, Goa will get it back on track because uh, I think uh, Ferrando did mention it in one of his uh, press conferences that, uh, look, look, um, um, it's not easy implementing that sort of a philosophy on a set of players who are, at least a lot of them are not familiar with this style of play and all. So, uh, as we saw with Lobera, Lobera did not go in when he came to FC Goa. He wasn't topping the table at his first attempt, nor was he winning the thing. So, it will, it's, it's something that will take time, but uh, I think... Uh, we have seen enough signs that the process will be successful, and uh, they've got a good coach, they've got a good setup, they've got some good players, and yeah, at the end of the day, uh, uh, that's what matters. I don't know what the what their uh, final uh, position will be in this season because it's so short and there's virtually no time for anything. But I think if they persist with uh, Ferrando in the long run, I think it will be he'll do something similar to what Lovera did, definitely.
0: But- uh, Sandeep, uh, talking about the long run that uh, Vishnu just spoke about, uh, should we look at this FC Goa when they actually play uh, the AFC Champions League? Because that is where the competition will be a little more tougher in that sense.
2: No, no, I think we should look at them in ISL as well because that's the bread and butter. Champions League, maybe they won't get it next year, who knows. So, that's just an extra uh, caveat around everything. But I still that's- feel Goa is probably the one of the best teams in the country. I really enjoy watching them play. They've been sort of unfortunate uh, and some things have not clicked in their favour at times. So, it's just been one of those uh, things that is difficult to explain. But as far as the team and the performance and uh, the individuals and qualities of the coach, everything is concerned, uh, I assume, think uh, it's only a matter of time. It's like if they click into gear, then I think that's it. And uh, other teams will have to… And make,
1: I think, you know, um, think uh, Chennai showed us that if you're not doing too well in the ISL, uh, chances are that you won't do too much too well in the <laughs> Asian competitions as well. Yeah, so, they couldn't case. really, you know, change that uh, run around in time for the Asian uh, competitions or for the SC Cup. So, um, definitely I think uh, the form in ISL will be, uh, is something that needs to be looked at.
0: The form in ISL, uh, one team that has always proved their form in the ISL is ADK Mohan Bagan. And last week uh, they had the Kolkata Derby first time under the banner of ISL. Uh, I'll come to you, Shlok, first. Uh, Comfortable winners uh, at the end of the match, but what did you make of the game? There were signs that East Bengal could spur up a surprise, probably, but am I reading too much into it?
3: Um, So, I don't feel ATK MB deserved a two-goal margin of a victory against East Bengal. Quite honestly, the goals came out of very um, strange situations, like Roy Krishna scoring, very low chance of that going in, and then Manveer also, it was a goal that was born out of desperation desperation from east bengal side to go up and try get, try and getting an equalizer you know narayan's defending was also very questionable there so it's just you know i feel like this uh, the match was set for a goalless draw had it not been for that you know roy krishna screamer east bengal certainly did really well given that it was their first game uh, in the isl and
0: well, isn't that what roy krishna does he just makes most of that half chances and comes and scores you always know yeah like, yeah has been doing for the past season long.
3: Yeah, I mean, again, it's like, you know, certain times there's off days, there's on days for strikers. One day he's going to miss, like, an open... He's going to miss a setter, you know, you know how it is with him. But uh, he is a class striker. Yeah, you can't afford to give him that space, that's true. I don't know. I felt that uh, East Bengal losing by two goals isn't as fair to them as the narrative seems to be. Like, they did a lot better than... They weren't, like, you know, beaten completely. They weren't dominated. Did I I I
2: predict 2-0 last time?
3: I don't Yeah, know. yeah, and I went for
2: the three. <laughs> well, I went for three, yeah, okay. Okay, See,
3: Sandeep, it's the most, agree with op-
2: that? It's the most obvious scoreline you can have with as in <laughs> ATK and B, one <laughs> Bagan dream. Because that team is built to stop others from playing. And uh, Habas was very smart in using Jayesh Rane into, in a place where generally Halder was, uh, Pranay Haldar plays. Mm-hmm. Because Rane, you know, provides that the vertical right. run with the ball, mm-hmm. the movement with the ball. And the first goal came from his run. He made the run yeah. and eventually it flicked off somebody else and all went there. But he is the one who started the move. Yeah. So, ta- tactically, they are spot on. The East Bengal has nothing to worry about at the same time when I look at them. Their uh, number 6 team man, I think his name is the German. Right. He is very good. Wilkington is very good. Their foreigners, their centre-backs are very good. Most of the things look good. Their Indian players maybe need to step up a little bit. But uh, two games in, they, like uh, Vishnu earlier said, uh, they had a very short pre-season. A lot of things have to be worked through the season. Great. So, I think they'll improve as the season goes by. But absolutely nothing uh, surprises me about ATK anymore. They just come here, stop others from playing. <laughs> it's not half a chance. Uh, that guy's going to score a goal. If Absolute not him, great. David it's Williams is going goal, to score. Man. It's just not fair, yeah. honestly. <laughs> and the best part is they have cover everywhere. Like yeah. They lost Usai. They have Subhashis there. Right. so they can lose player and they'll be absolutely fine they lose uh, one of the centre-backs Umitrath is right there yeah. for, I don't. I mean for me he should be starting but uh, it is what it is in Indian football because okay. uh, let's face Question. it Sande Zingan, I think in the first game ran more than I mean equivalent to a midfielder now for a centre-back center to run that much it means he's running to make up for some mistakes he's done right. so he <laughs> needs to play and play and for a year he hasn't played so he needs to get that uh, rhythm and everything back it's going to take a while. I don't see them scoring though. Tiri is stopping everything. When Sandesh makes a mistake, Tiri yeah. is right there. Right. Right.
0: ATK MB might not be conceding, but uh, East Bank Hall, what about their personal, like, especially the Indian players, which two. not the best best ones that you could uh, gather for a team, right?
1: No, definitely not. Because, uh, again, yeah, I agree with uh, both these guys. In the sense, I was pleasantly surprised by East Bengal because I, uh, personally, I expected uh, uh, ATK MB to just hammer them. Uh, and that wasn't the case. 2-0 was probably an exaggeration of what the match was like. Uh, and uh, I guess uh, I don't I don't believe Isbangal deserve to draw, but at least they deserved a one-nil loss. So, but mm. then I I find them uh, very similar to um, what Hyderabad FC was the spot that Hyderabad FC was in last season, because if you remember mm. last season, they were very underprepared. Everything was so last minute, and that. Sh- that showed throughout the entire season where they just looked like they weren't ready for this whole thing. And I fear that uh, Bengal is in the same position this season. Like, they have got good players, but everything has a... Uh, there's a sense of everything being very hastily assembled when other people, uh, like, it, if you want to contrast, Mohan Bagan for that matter, it, they had this plan in place for months. So they knew who their players were, uh, I think uh, Jingen was signed up way before uh, it was even announced that Bengal was coming to the Azel. So, hey. yeah, so, um, uh, that's, I think the difference we saw and the difference we will continue to see is uh, the difference in ta- the time that Bengal was given to prepare uh, by um, um, like circumstances I would say. So, it's going to be difficult for them and um, uh, Robbie Fowler uh, might, might have been a Great player, but uh, as a coach, he's still more or less unproven. We don't know what. It's it's not like um, he he has a track record of uh, being a very good coach. So it, it's going to be. We'll have to wait and see how how it goes. And uh, um, regardless of their performance against uh, ATK, um, if you look at today's performance, it's going to be a long season for them definitely. But uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully one of one somebody can. You know, if you remember the first ISL season, the way Ian Hume carried Kerala Blasters, if they can find one person like that, then yeah, it it might be a a better season for them than it was for Hyderabad last season. But otherwise, I fear they're going to be pretty much where they are right now. Well, I'm backing on CK
0: William to be that person, but I'm pretty sure he might not blame any (laughs) matches.
3: There's so many weak links, though, in their team, right? Like you just see, like, the Indian striker issue that they have, and then, you know, Danny Fox going off today, and then. They are just game plan is going in disarray after
0: all that. Well, I think.
3: Most but of the I, I would process...
2: also like to say this. Okay, they had they started late in ISL, but these guys were planning to come to ISL for a long time. Yeah. From what we hear, right of through right? the ether of Indian football, what we hear is like these. Yeah, <laughs> but really the, thing is,
1: the thing is, the thing is, until they went uh, got into the ISL, uh, they would have found it yeah. extremely hard to get exactly. the players on board. And by the time they, but from
2: what I hear, they promised players coming in the Indian ones, uh, coming in that we will be playing in the ISL and not in the I League this year. So they I do mean,
1: that with I mean, and then they can promise Omid it, but Singh the players need to buy it as well, right? Exactly. They probably they have, have been hearing S- about S- it for a while. <laughs> and so they had the whole
2: Omid Singh episode yeah. also. Where they signed him, yeah. then they didn't sign him. Even though like they that, promised I mean, it. for years, I've said this, that is a very badly run club. It's about time that someone yeah. put that ship right. Because Quest was a good partner to have. Because they seem to have a vision. They had a decent plan for this thing and all. But uh, they ruined it with the whole Super Cup fiasco. Yeah, and
1: yeah that, that's, and, uh, that's what worries you know, me about uh, exactly, the season yeah. as well. Because I fear that... Uh, in a couple of weeks, Fowler's going to be gone because the way th- <laughs> because there's already some cuts, yeah right? exactly so that's how yeah. they operate that's a, that's their history lose four matches, fire coach, get it over with. Yeah. So no, Trevor Morgan came to Bangalore
2: one time. I think he was a coach, and uh, he came. He was like unbeaten or something. Uh, something like that in the beginning and then immediately by the end of the season was out yeah
0: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> i think i think one
1: of my um, uh well what are the odds what
0: what are the odds of Rob- Robbie being, being being the first coach being fired
1: i think he is definitely uh to bet on. <laughs> i think uh the only competition he he, he has is from uh uh, cool. uh yeah because if there's one club that can give East Bengal competition for being really badly run, that's Kerala The <laughs> like, Kibo is a great coach, but I think for, they're going to get but rid of Kerala. Is not and, a <laughs> <game>. <laughs> I mean, it's a very I mean, trigger-happy club.
3: Yeah, they get all these long-term coaches in and then they wait for five games. And yeah, they have like four long-term
1: to... coaches in every year, so... Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, since we are talking about Kerala blasters, let's speak about let's talk more about their match against Chennai. Vishnu, you covered Chennai since the very first season, and now that you are in Kerala, you've been following both the teams. What did you make of that match?
1: he's in Bangalore, no, I'm I in know. Kerala right now, man.
0: I, I plan on coming to
1: Bangalore, but <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I know where I'm, my madness yeah. are.
1: <laughs> right now, I'm home. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I did
1: see that match, and I thought uh, uh, it was no surprise that Chennai basically overplayed Kerala. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think uh, all Kerala Blasters fans are, I'm not one, but all Kerala Blasters fans are probably used to that by the time. By the time. <laughs> Caviar, I'm not one. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just need to protect myself against, you know. since <laughs> <laughs> season in Kerala. Yeah, because uh, Kerala Blasters is uh, uh, the moment somebody finds you, finds out you're a Kerala Blasters when there are so many different sections gunning <laughs> for you oh, oh, no, on Twitter. So, <laughs> so but no, uh, I think the thing is, again, um, see, they've got a good coach, but I don't think they're, uh, uh, the, the way they've gone about getting players have been that good. Uh, they're like, obviously, um, I wouldn't say losing Jinkan was such a big blow because as Sandeep mentioned, he, he'll he take time to get back to his best. But th- the thing is, they haven't really replaced him with anyone. I mean, well, was it losing
0: Jinkan or was it getting rid of Jinkan?
1: I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not privy to those details. But the thing is, if Jinkan's at his best, he is the uh, he's probably the best Indian central defender. It will take time for him to get back. But I get back to mm-hmm. that. But I believe he will get back to that. So, uh, but the thing is, see, uh, even if they had planned to retain him, they would have known that, okay, this guy has a long-term injury. You need to get somebody there. You need to get... have. You have so many areas on the pitch that you need to um, bring in more people. And they haven't but done is, that. Is it, still... is it Bakari
0: Kone a, a certain marquee in that position?
1: I mean, the thing is, the foreign players, they will take time. Most, I mean, I, I can't... I can only think of a handful of foreign players in these last seven years who just come in and made an impact straight away. So no matter how good you are, you will take time because, come on, this is not something that you're used to. And this season right. especially is going to, I mean, uh, there is no time to adapt, basically. So uh, I think for, especially for this season, a wiser strategy would have been to trust players who know what this is like instead of just bringing mm-hmm. new guys in because it's, it's just four months, basically. There's little to no time to adapt and get used to things and Whatnot. This is like those old ISLs of the, the three months when they used to begin Dang. that in October and end in uh, December. So, yeah, yeah. Th- th- mm-hmm. this is like that. It's not the uh, l- uh, longer seasons that we were used to over the last couple of years. So, um, the thing is, their um, foreign players, like their Indian players are not the best. They're hyped up Sahal like anything, but Sahal is, uh, to be honest, is... Uh, like everything Aniruttapa was for Chennai, and that should... Should be what Sahal should have been for Kerala Blaster, but for whatever reason, he's not that. That's not been the case. Said that he's injured. It's uh, last season also. It's it was said that he was injured, which is why Shatori uh, was not playing him every week. So uh, the thing is, um, I don't think they have the they have a good team. I don't think uh, even Vikuna has been allowed to bring in a good team because historically their management has been not the best. So whenever something goes wrong at Kerala Blasters, I tend to just automatically blame the management.
2: <laughs> that was the case last
1: year as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's just sad because, you know, it always uh, pains me when, uh, not just Kerala, I mean, if you look at uh, is Bengal for that matter, these are teams with ready-made fan bases yeah. with a bunch of things that other teams are going to have to work maybe a decade to create. Uh, like, uh, and they're just throwing it all away because they don't, they're not very good at running a football club and it's just sad. It, it goes for is uh, Bengal, it goes for Kerala and um, I think I, I, the, both these clubs and both these sets of fans, they deserve much better management than what they've been used to, I guess.
3: Maybe the finance aspect of it also comes in, right? When it comes to Kerala, like we saw them lose out on so many key players this year. Okwetje yeah. was supposed to stay, but then he jumped.
2: Um, but it, I don't think that's anything to do with finance. I just think it's the way they are running the club and negotiating. Because they paid Gary Hooper a lot of money. Hmm. They could have retained Ogbache for the same right. Money, so.
1: right. And yeah. Hooper, just, Hooper that, that I been, was, was really disappointed by Hooper. Because um, hmm. he doesn't sound, look like he's up to it. Uh, again, again, but... but let me
0: tell you one thing about Hooper. Hooper is uh, is coming from uh, A-League if I am not wrong. He was mm-hmm. playing with William. Yeah. Last season he's not had a really good record. He struggled there as yeah. well. I don't know yeah. why were people expecting a lot from Hooper? A person like who in the past few seasons has been really struggling to get hit the strides. I don't even
3: think he started fifteen games to be honest. And then they were going off about how he's probably like among top three strikers in the league. It's just deluded, honestly.
0: Right. Well, let's move on from one mismanaged mismanaged team to a team that is properly managed uh to some extent, if I may say so. Chennai uh, uh what do you make of this team? We saw a, glimpse, a few glimpses of fatullo in the last match against uh, Kerala. Uh, a team that has been rebuilding since their coach left. A, lot, a, a bunch of their foreigners also left along, along with the coach. Uh, but the team doesn't look in, look in trouble that much.
2: No, no. They are a good team. Uh, they have done a good, uh, good job in retaining the right players and getting the right foreigners. They have gone completely away from the way the rest of the country is operating. Mm. And it is just like get one A-League a- player and uh, fill your team with Sp- Spaniards. Right. These guys have gone out and found players from different parts of the world to come in and uh, do a job for them. I think it will work for them fine. Kerala, they could have scored two goals, three goals in the beginning itself. If they had been clinical or had a right. better pass at the end. And Kerala slowly grew into the game later on. And uh, yeah, I, I think they are absolutely fine. and. Uh, Obviously, uh, Vishnu will know more than me. That is, they are a well-run club. Right? They've always been someone who didn't follow the grain, and uh, they ran the club very well. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, definitely. They're there. I think they're one of the best-run clubs in the country. They're up there with the likes of Bangalore and Goa and all that. And uh, I think what struck me over the years is how they have managed to um, retain a core in 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 the way that. Um, even even when they let uh, players go, there are other players who have kind of stepped up to form the core, core who've been there. And it's it's uh, like if you look at somebody like uh, Thapa, I, I think the way they've handled Thapa is amazing because he came in, he was eased into the team. He's he's twenty two and he's been with the club for I think four years. I think they signed him in twenty sixteen if I'm not wrong, and. That's that's massive, right? I mean, uh, Indian football, you bring in an 18-year-old, you help him break into the club team, you help him break into the national team. You are now arguably your club's most important player. You're one of your inter- na- national team's most important players. And so, uh, the way they've developed him is, uh, I think, it's brilliant. And they've done that with a bunch of other players as well, like, um, uh, initially, they, yeah, te, yeah. initially, they did Jerry. very well with Jerry. But Jerry is, I think, tailed off last season a bit. Hopefully, I think this the he's uh, he came out as a substitute, if I'm not. He didn't start, I think. Right. Yeah.
0: He didn't start the last. Yeah. Match.
1: So um, I don't know what his role will be, but the thing is, they managed to keep all these players there, and even with uh, and the thing is, of all the foreigners they had last season, they managed to keep the best one, and they handed him the captaincy mm-hmm. as well. So I think he right. and and he is basically running the team now. It's it's. I think uh, Kripalara was brilliant in both like the games they played. So uh, that way they've done very well. And it's it's like you can contrast that with the uh, guys they played then in that game. Kerala Blasters who <laughs> basically struggled to, I think, with the exception of Sahal and uh, even Sahal, I guess it's only been a couple of years. Long term, right. there's literally not one player you can connect with the fan. The only player that was there was Jingen and he's gone now. So right. yeah, so... They're still uh, and running and things like the initial ISL, which was like the three months. Right. Whereas teams like Chennai and Goa and Bangalore, they've started running things like a proper football club. And I think these right. other teams need to catch up fast.
2: And once, just to add to that, like the Chennai team, right? Like he mentioned uh, bringing in Thapa and Changte and things like that. This year, if you see them, they have Deepak Tangri who's come on.
1: Yeah.
2: Who's doing uh, quite well now. And uh, they have other Abhijit Sarkar, who is also another interesting player, Amman Chetra. Nice. These are all players who are going to have chance now. And look, Deepak Tangri just came in, took over the place at uh, Edwin Paul, Sydney Vanspal hey. last year. So you can see that they are doing their scouting well. It's, like, it's the same with uh, CSK also, right? They also yeah. did their local scouting very well, like Mumbai does, Mumbai Indians do. These guys also do a very good job in the local scouting, and then they develop those players. And that's the key part. And very few clubs can say that. I, I don't think any other major club can say that they are bringing in this many players who are two of them, changte and Thapa, already national team. Jerry also at that level. And now they have the next generation coming up. So, how many teams? How many ISL teams? I league teams? Sure. Lots of them. How many ISL teams can say that they've bought in these young boys, given them an opportunity and made them into uh, you know, one of those stars or potential stars?
0: Well, Sandeep, let me t- take this to you again. Uh, do you see any weak links this team, or do you see them like go the distance
2: this time Yeah, they can very easily go the distance. Um, I don't know if there is any weak links as such because I think the only thing that can derail them sort of is if one of their partners uh, get injured especially that Sikovic mm-hmm. or uh, Elisabia. Right. Both of them are very important in terms of you know guiding the because the other t- people around them are not that experienced. Like, Fanai has been playing for a long time, sure, but he's not played recently. Played, played, not. right. Yeah. So, uh, they'll need him. And Krivlaro, obviously, is massive. So, unless an injury or two is going to derail the season, I don't see anything else. Because they have, they look like a very settled side. And they need some more fitness as well. Because they can do it for half an hour. Now, you need to know, stop okay. and then, you know, recharge. Right. Yeah, like you remember Liverpool going like headless chickens for 15 minutes, scoring yes. three goals and then doing… very nothing. well. Very so, <laughs> Yeah, they need to score in that burst or they need to pace themselves out, which they will learn as the season goes and fitness improves.
0: Well, another team that need to learn throughout the season is Bengaluru FC. Uh, Sandeep, I'll come to you in, in a beat, but Shlok, uh, that match against Hyderabad ending in a goalless draw, to me, it seemed like a match which Hyderabad should have won.
3: Yeah, it was Hyderabad's game to lose that one. And Bengaluru, you know, uh, even though they scored two goals against Goa that day, they were they were just again they were they came out of like goa's mistakes you know they didn't like make clear cut opportunities of their own in the box and this is just something that we've seen bengaluru struggle with so often again uh, under carlos quadra right and hyderabad just looks so so good this season unexpected like you know i thought they're going to be
0: bottom 3 bottom 4 maybe
3: mm-hmm.
0: but now when well, we sp- spoke about that team being a bogey team for some of the yeah 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 this team now looks like a team that could probably be there in the reckoning
3: for the top four. Yeah, actually. I mean, again, the depth kind of concerns me. But, you know, even as Sandeep said about developing players bringing in, you know, these young stars and making them mainstays, maybe that is what Hyderabad is doing here. They've got Akash Mishra, who's just 18. They've got Abhishek Haldur, who's 21, 22. They've got Hitesh Sharma, who came from ATK Reserves also. And there's just all these fantastic Indian youngsters that they're giving minutes to. And you can see even Liston Colasso, even though he hasn't started, right. Everyone just knows how good he is, right? Mm-hmm. If if they don't struggle with injuries, and they are with the foreigners, and if they just manage to keep their form, they can do so well. In Bengaluru, the fans are, you know, angry. And every everyone just seeing them tumble, you know, mm-hmm. they've really not managed um, this whole takeover well from Roca to Quadrat because they're they're getting all these players in. And there's just so much confusion over where they're going to play. Ashik is playing at left back. Odanta is now a wing back. So, just what's really happening? You know,
0: it's just a confusion. Well, Sandeep, you spoke about square pegs for round holes. That is something that we all we continue to see in that match against Hyderabad. They have that problem of getting goal-scoring personnel in that team. Do have they?
2: Well. It's a very difficult question to answer in that we always look at Bangalore as a, a, at least reputation-wise is that they they find players who are going to be you know big stars and they do this, they do everything right. you look at the recruitment, a lot of them have been hit and miss. A mm-hmm. lot of them have been hit and miss. And uh, and you know it's their miss sometimes because uh, Anvo went on to score in a situation where he was getting the right. ball fed to him right. as opposed to expecting him to do things. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened with uh, uh, what this? Chencho. There was a time when Robbie Norales was signed without proper, uh, properly looking into his situation because he was carrying an injury and then mm-hmm. he didn't play after that. And so, Mikku was a success. Before that, I think probably Sean Rooney was a big success. So that's uh, the first season. We're that's the first and second season. And they had that South Korean, North Korean striker as well who was sort of OK Kim. But beyond that, they've not had a really successful attacking uh, player that they've signed. Now, Clayton looks very promising. Ball bounces off Ospeth.
3: Right.
2: And it's just, and if you are going to be the holding, you know, the striker who's going to play back to goal, bring people in, he has to hold the ball up. And he, he can't keep falling down at every touch and things. Good question. And probably they
0: should so- recall Robinson for that.
2: I mean I don't I don't know. It just feels like uh, and there is zero creativity. Carlos keeps talking about Dimash coming and changing the game. I haven't Not seen sure. that happen so far. He's going to give them another dimension, but I don't know if he's going to give them the what he they are expecting. The
3: question uh, is at a final turn. Even if Opseth, you know, you like he's supposed to nod on balls, but who's running behind? You know, who is he supposed to nod it on to? But never
2: got the ball to his head. No, they're playing it to his feet.
3: That too. I just feel that. They don't have those. They're not playing the players who are just, you know, able to run behind or attack properly. So, Neil is so wide. Clayton's, you know, in front of Opset, which makes sense. But there's no Udanta on the right. You don't have anyone who's exploiting space as such.
2: But it's just, it just seems like, have you said this before, there's going and- to be a hard season for them. Uh, They are mentally very strong, which can be the only reason why they can get through with this. But I'll tell you this funny thing though. I was covering that match and I know Vishnu and uh, Naveen can relate to this. It's one of those games I have to write as match report. And nothing's happening. Nothing is happening. I'm just sitting there. Around 70 minutes, I started worrying. Like, what am I supposed (laughs) to write? Because they're going to leave this much space for me and I need to fill it. And I just kept thinking and thinking and thinking and just nothing was hitting me. finally, I heard the commentator say, that this game needs a, has an option for someone to be a hero. That's my story. <laughs> like, there was a chance I think, for a I hero think that's One
1: of the big problems with uh, uh, covering in the corona age is that uh, I think when nothing is happening in the match, you automatically go to the crowd. But now there's no crowd as well. Yeah. So. There's
3: no crowd.
1: <laughs> so what do you you're do now? To go to <laughs> if you're there, at least you see different things, right? You see the whole
2: scene. Exactly. The things, the <laughs> the you, you can write here nothing. <laughs> because I asked Carlos, why did you play uh, Udanta as a wingback? And he said, no, Udanta is not played as a wingback. You saw it like that because it came, maybe it was on TV. So, I'm now worried Amazing. to write what formation were <laughs> playing. So, I didn't want to take the chance. I was sitting there and the 70th minute thinking what to write. And then this was my story. I was like, ding, this is it. This is what it is. And at one point, the six, six players are lining up with the offside line. And there was Dimas deep and then three defenders. And they were hoofing ball up at the end. So it's like talk about the uh, Road one football, right? Yeah. Let's yeah. Just, uh, if they score from there, great. But exactly, exactly. will, but will they have... score
0: from there? Yeah.
2: I I think it's going to be a tough season for them. I said this before, and I feel like yeah, a well, lot
0: of ifs and buts. A team that with a with a lot of problem up against Chennai FC in their next match, Vishnu. What do you make of that? This is a match in the past that has been much talked about. There is a lot of uh, talk that goes into this match, and often there has it's been exciting to watch, right?
1: Yeah, definitely, I think it will be uh, heated for sure and um, uh, I'm not really uh, comfortable with uh, labeling Bengaluru as the underdogs here but I think I get a feeling that in in this match at least on current form that is what they are because Chennai is looking much better but I like uh, it's, it's it's very difficult for me personally to um, uh, peg Bengaluru down as underdogs because I've seen them Come back from, you know, produce stuff and important matches when they weren't really looking too good in the build up. So uh, I'm not going to do that. But I think, yeah, this is going to be um, a very good match. The way both obviously, I think uh, Bangalore has enough players now who understand the importance of this fixture. So uh, it's uh, the fact that the crowd is not there, I don't think it's going to uh, matter that much. It's still going to be heated, definitely.
0: Absolutely.
1: Sandeep, what's
2: your take on this match? Bangalore FC up against Chennai and FC2, former champions? Well, I agree with uh, Vishnu. Even I am not going to put, put them in as an underdog in any situation because they can pull it off. And they have Sunil Chetri who is always able to score a goal from nothing. And they have the set piece or whatever. One of the things Hyderabad did is didn't concede any set piece in the final game. Right. I think right. they had only two, two set pieces something that they conceded. So once you do that, they, you take away one of the major, uh, you know, weapons uh, weapons of, that they have, and then once that is gone, then you can deal with the everything else that they can provide. So that it means. seems like an interesting game. Carlos uh, looked like he's in, under pressure. He looked uh, really like he's under pressure uh, these days, and it stands to reason. The last year, I think uh, that uh, AFC Cup exit was a very tough time for the club. Uh, mm. We all know how much they value playing right. in Asia. So, not having that chance. Luckily, they, they managed to get the option this year as well. And so, they have to really, uh, you know, do something. I don't say spectacular. They just have to do what they're expected to do. Because okay. a club is this club, if, when he spoke to Carlos before the season, he said that the teams are always going to go through ups and downs in their history. Mm-hmm. And the whole purpose is to try and push away the downs as far as you can hold them, right? Right. right. We can, let's see if they can hold them uh, off for another season because they need to reset... It's an aging squad, also to, right. to a certain extent. So well,
0: Having said that, yes, Vishnu, you were. No, I end
1: think end. I think it's a really weird time for everyone at Bangalore, including the fans, because I don't think in their history they've had a uh, been in a place where they could say, "Look, the team's not doing well, so maybe we need a new coach." Uh, like the both both the coaches that they've had before have gone out. I guess on a high, you can say. I'm not sure if that's the right thing, but. So, but then I think this season, if it goes on like this, they may find themselves in a position where they say... Um, well, an underperforming coach yeah. uh, needing to leave. They're not yeah. going to
2: sack him. I think they'll see through the end of the season. Yeah, but
1: see. I think they're going to be in a position where people say, look, the team is not doing well. So maybe you need like a new guy. And I don't think they've ever been in that position before in the ever since they were founded.
2: I've, yeah. I've had tweets from people saying that... Uh, I should be you know leaving and things like that after he didn't win yeah but i don't think
1: yeah, that was yeah, like but, a popular sentiment i guess
2: yeah. i mean nah, yeah, yeah in the first season they didn't have a great time but second season he showed what he was working yeah. on he right. the way but to the top of the about field.
3: living up to the dynasty that they've created right like that whole thing they had gone six and six and whatnot so many trophies but now even with their core that's slowly aging and then the you know if you look at them financially if now all of a sudden Mumbai is above them, then ATK MB and East Bengal probably soon enough with Sri Cementer and all. So, they may not be able to go toe-to-toe with buying the best Indians in maybe the next couple of years. So, you know, maybe that could be a part of their downfall. So, who knows?
2: And, and They had the highest the price universe. when Miku was the highest paid player and they had him. Yeah, so, uh, they lost the… going yeah, well, yeah it works both ways i feel like they now have to find out a different way to right. win the game hmm. i think they have enough people who runs a club who knows they can do it hmm. it's just a matter of finding the right uh ingredients so to speak right right you could fill up well have so
0: so. spoken a lot about this but i need a score line here guys come on sandeep what what are
2: you predicting for this this match So one-all draw
0: one-all draw Vishnu do you stick to that or do you have another
1: one nil-nil,
0: nil-nil. come on Vishnu <laughs>
1: <laughs> goals here. I don't know I don't know I, I'm just I'm letting you stick to your prediction I'm letting you stick to your
0: prediction Shlo, give me goals Come on. Yeah, 2-0
3: yeah, Chennai, let's be optimistic 2-0 okay. Chennai,
0: okay, that uh, sounds pretty interesting I'll put it up on social media Let's see who gets it right so I just can...
3: hope it's a good game to watch, honestly I mean, it's not been the case for the past two games they've played But I hope, mm-hmm. I mean, some team or the other produces the goods
0: well, that on that note, with that hope, let's wrap up this episode, guys. <laughs> Thanks a lot for joining in. And guys, uh, listeners, this is for you all. Tune to us uh, on our episodes, wherever you find your podcast, And also, we are on social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And our handle's name is Instagram. Our handle's name is what? Uh, Injurytime.ind <laughs> Tend to no forget doubt. that, right? No doubt. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: there's no doubt, okay? injury Injurytime.ind, there's no doubt. <laughs> well until we bring you the next episode of Injury Time have a great time and enjoy the video